A young holy man with a clever voice and a sweet smile stopped at the edge of our village the day I turned ten and sat beside me on the lush grass and told me a story. It is a story full of fire and water and metal and air, a ticklish kind of story with giggling angels flushed with the sweetest honey sticks. It is a heart-pumping story, eyes through the black night slip through cracks in broad daylight. Black dusts rise above flattened cities deemed too infested to thrive. Eagles and roaches spy. No one listens. When the young holy man was done telling me these things, he unsheathed his flute and said, Close your eyes. I closed my eyes. He touched my eyelids. He played his flute. His tune lifted me into a swirl and took me high above a crimson furl where I could not distinguish flute from violin, heartbeat from drumbeat, trembling streams from tricky piano keys, or the west wind from old guitar strings. I could see what he was playing. Smack dab mid one of his musical flourishes, he stopped his tune. I opened my eyes. He took the flute from his lips and asked me a question. It is a strange question. I used to think it a small question, but it is huge. Nestled between thick protruding roots of a huge tree, my head braced against its massive trunk, his story came alive to me again, as if it were a dream or a vision, vivid and vital, puzzling and poignant and strong. This was on the day I ran into the trembling jungle and was lost. It was in the dead of that night. His question came to my mind like songs in the night. It is a strange question. I used to think it a weird question. This question is huge. Now this young holy man had not told me the name of his story. It is a story, I think, about a boy with a backpack navigating the great maze in search of the blue stones. It is about a place called Ah. It is the story, I think, of a girl up in the tree the Mermaid of Katamahaika, a peculiarly romantic story. Love is unscrambled, lives are screwed, nipples moistened with chocolate are licked, nibbled and strudled. Cherry baskets on blankets are everywhere aplenty, buried bushes that shake idly in the gentle breezes betwixt the sun and moon turn breathlessly busy during midweek afternoons, and there are fools. There are many kinds of fools in his story, brilliant fools, stupid fools, crooked fools, blind fools, thoughtless fools mostly. They all blend in nicely. Though this young holy man gave me no name for his story and told it to me in no certain way one might consider this method or that genre, you might prefer to think it merely a tale, an allegory of the futility of power and the cruelty of truth, or an allegory of the promiscuity of fear, or you might think it a fable about Earth's sweetest poison love as it is being stirred with a bitter tip of Cupid's arrow and fed to damnable lips cup 
by cup, by cup. But what if his story is true? That's what my lover asked me when in a moment of sweet abandon the kind, when in dripping sweat one forgets to think before one speaks, because this is the life here and now, and nothing else matters. I opened my mouth, and out flew the story.